Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. I am reading some excerpts from uh, a book by Watchman Nee called The Messenger of the Cross. May have done it before, probably will do it again. But I'm revisiting it because one of the assignment goals of Nancy McCrady Ministries is to reproduce as many messengers of the cross. And to do that, of course, I can only do that which depends on me. And then others have to decide that they want to join in and do the same and to be a messenger. So I'm just simply reading some excerpts with comments here and there. And uh, so I encourage you to take hold of this because as we read Galatians, as in all of the episodes here on Tent Talk, We want to be those who go with him ourselves, that we enter in for ourselves, as Jesus said in Luke 11.52 in the Amplified Classic, and then we want to be a big open door for others to get to him. So here we go, my friends. Thanks for being on the podcast of Nancy McCready Ministries, Tent Talk. All right, here we are. And as you're listening to this, Wynn and I are preparing to fly out to Germany for two and a half weeks. And this reading that I'm doing today is so uh, profoundly touching me because this is the cry of my heart. Father, I want to bear much fruit uh, to you, right? To gain those that Christ has already won I want to now win them to you by a word, by uh, a deed, by the fragrant knowledge of you. But how does that happen, my friends? It happens just in our everyday life. Most of the time, we're not going to be consciously aware of it. And so when this happens, whether it be in Germany or Sealy, Texas, or wherever you are today, it's so important that we think upon these things. I've recently had people sending me questions, and I love that because it means we've got thinking sons, and they're being provoked inside. And as my mentor often would say to me, my mentors, because it took more than one, I assure you, (laughs) to help raise me, um, I would ask questions, and they'd say, well, Nancy, here's where I would go to get that answer for you. So why don't you just pass the middleman, (laughs) they were referring to themselves, and why don't you just go directly to this source? And they might send me to a particular commentary, a particular book, a particular scripture. They'd say, why don't you go and research that? Why don't you go and dig in a little bit more? So sometimes rather than me trying to answer all the questions, you know, uh, I would say, well, here's where I would go to look that up. Why don't you go and look that up? But even more than where you're going to go and do the research is, why don't you just say to Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, reveal this to me as I research, as I read the word, as I ponder and meditate on what does this really mean? How does this really operate in me? Holy Spirit, you make this real inside of me. Wouldn't that be so profound? 
um, rather than us trying to gain what someone else is saying and then parrot that, why don't we take that? Because teachers are important. Mentors are important. Those who disciple us, that's all very important. But every bit of it I'm going to submit to you is only really truly going to have its place if it's provoking us, provoking you deeper in with him. So I'm going to continue reading in this section from chapter one of the messenger of the cross, the title of the section. Wow. It goes back a few pages further than I thought. Uh, this section where we're going to pick up is the cross and its messenger, the way of proclaiming. And in my copy of the book, it's on page 28 and it's right where we left off last time where it says, let us therefore expect to bear much fruit. Now I say this to people all the time, this way, these things will only be of interest to you. Now look, they scare the heck out of flesh. Flesh just backs up and says, wait a minute, what? But my friends, I'm going to encourage you again with the truth that you are not your flesh. So you might sense something inside of you recoiling from this work and this truth, but listen to me, that's not you. If you're the new man, you long for this, you hunger for this. So you could have a dual reaction going on inside of you and a part of what Holy Spirit will reveal to you when he takes the word of God, known as the sword of the spirit, his sword, and he begins to divide between spirit, soul, and body. He divides between spirit and flesh my friends, you're going to know there is something happening in you. You are longing to go forward with God. Something within you recoils. But you, the new man, continue to go forward and say, wait just a minute, Father. Right? I'm only interested in this if I want and expect to bear much fruit. If you just want a nice Christian life, my friends, this isn't for you right? And I don't want to be exclusionary. I'm flinging open the door and inviting every one of you that can to come in. But if you begin to really look into this and say, Holy Spirit, I need you to teach me this, right? That's because you're longing the life within you, the real you in oneness with Holy Spirit begins to hunger to bear fruit. My friends, you're already born again. You're as loved as you're ever going to be. I'm not saying you're experiencing all of that love, but he has loved you. Uh, you're as righteous, as holy as you're ever going to be. You're seated in heavenly places. Why press on in this way? Well, because that would be for the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, right? Because they have so satisfied you with themselves. What happens is that nurtures and feeds the life of Jesus Christ within you. And you start talking like a son, like the son, Jesus, and you begin to say, Father, what is it that you would like? It begins to mature you and you begin to turn towards him more and more. Father, what is it you've put within me? What's the measure? Is it nations? Is it five people? What is it? Don't get caught up in that. But you could ask that question and then say, well, let's get on with you preparing me to, to know how to cooperate with you in the bearing of that fruit. Don't try to be more than you are or less, meaning according to your metric, according to the measure, 
So let's continue on. As you can see, I have a few comments here, but let's read this next uh, portion of that section within chapter one, Messenger of the Cross. And I want to say to you and remind you, if I haven't said this lately, you don't even have to purchase the book. I mean, I, I encourage people get the book, but you can go online and just type in uh, the Messenger of the Cross Watchman Knee, and there are going to be certain sites that if you click on it, there's the book right there, free on the internet. You can just read it or print it out however you choose to do it. You don't have to stay ignorant, my friends. As I've said to people many times, how long are you going to tolerate that ignorance? Oftentimes people have a question and then they go, well, I guess some things were just meant to stay a secret, a mystery. No, they're not. No, they're not. But oftentimes God puts things along the path for those who will continue along with him who will abide with him, who will remain with him. So remaining and abiding doesn't mean you stay stationary with no movement. It means you move with him. You stay with him as he progresses you along the way of maturity as a son to him, as a bride to Christ, as the temple of Holy Spirit. Okay? So trust me, these things are not to remain a mystery you can know how you're to live and function and relate to him and therefore how you will relate to others. But one more time, let me say, <laughs> I'm going to stop making comments and here we go. But what does this phrase fall into the earth and die really mean? By reading the succeeding words, which the Lord utters here, we may readily understand John 12:25. He that loveth his life loseth it, and he that hateth his life in this world shall keep it unto life eternal. In the Greek original, two different words are used for the several times life is mentioned here. One Greek word, suke, has reference to the soul life or natural life. The other word, zoe, signifies the spirit life or supernatural life. Hence, what the Lord is actually saying here is... He that loveth his soul life loseth the spirit life. And he that hateth his soul life in this world shall keep the spirit life unto eternity. To put it simply, we should deliver the soul life to death, just as the grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies. And then by our spirit life, many grains will come forth and be kept to eternity. How we long to bear much fruit, yet we do not know how to let the soul life die and the spirit life live. Soul life is our natural life. It is this soul life which enables our flesh to live. It is therefore the life factor of the natural man. A person's natural endowment belongs to the soul, such elements as our will, strength, emotions, thought, and so forth. These things which all natural lives share in common are accessories of the soul life. Our cleverness, reasoning, eloquence, affection, and ability belong to the soul life. The spirit life, though, is the life of God. It is not an evolvement from any part of the soul life, but is a life especially given to us by the Holy Spirit when we believe in the finished work of the cross of the Lord Jesus and are saved. God is then in us to quicken this spirit life, 
so that it may grow and thus become the power of all our good deeds and works. It is the will of God for him to put our soul life in the place of death. Note, however, that this is different from the death prescribed in 2 Corinthians 4. How frequently the power for our work comes from our natural endowment or soul life. How we depend on our eloquence, wisdom, knowledge, ability, and so forth. Yet the most serious of all is that the strength we use in preaching proceeds from our soul life. We are using our natural strength, and this will greatly lessen our fruits. When we serve, we do not know how to draw upon the power of the spirit life. In fact, we often mistake soul life for spirit life, and thus we find ourselves depending on our natural strength. Not until we have exhausted the natural strength in our body do we then begin to rely on the power of the spirit life. Yet sad to say, many do not even reach this stage of understanding, for when their bodily strength is drained, they incorrectly conclude that they can no longer work for God. Happily, however, some are more advanced in spiritual life. When they become weak, they learn to rely on the power of the Lord to go on. Yet if from the outset we really know how to die to our natural or solical strength and to depend wholly upon the power of the spirit life which God has put in us, we will never work in the strength of the soul life, whether we have or do not have natural strength. It pains me greatly when I realize how many of the believers' works, no matter how zealous and wholehearted their works may be, are done in the realm of of the soul instead of these believers reaching forth to the realm of the spirit to do them. How to differentiate the spirit power from soul power is hard to explain in words. We can only comprehend it in our heart, although when we are instructed by the Holy Spirit, we will understand it more clearly in experience. For the sake of helping some of the weaker children of God, we will attempt to discuss this problem more although for truly knowing it in experience, we must ask the Spirit of God to reveal it to us. The characteristics of solical work may chiefly be classified in three ways. One, natural talent. Two, emotion. And three, mind. So here I'm going to stop for today before we get into those three categories, which will be uh, coming forth, obviously, in our next episodes. So think upon what I said at the beginning is commentary and now in this section. My friends, if you feel overwhelmed and confused, then I want to say to you, good. The whole work, my friends, is bigger than us. So of course we're going to live overwhelmed. I've said it many times, I'll say it again. Get comfortable living in a state of being perpetually overwhelmed. My friends, the whole life is of God. The whole assignment is of God. (laughs) Of course, it's bigger than us. It's bigger than the mind and the soul. It's big. We must have the mind of Christ. Now, you can go over onto the Producers Way free Facebook group with me and watch some of the lives there on the mind of Christ. You might even be interested in being a part of the Producers Way School 
online where we're going to go into private Zoom sessions uh, probably in March. I'm not totally sure yet and begin to really delve into this. This is when you begin to realize, my friends, discipleship is not a topic. It's not a one-time sermon, a one-time Bible study. It's a way of life. So if you're overwhelmed and properly confused, now not demonic confusion, but proper confusion is because one of the meanings of confusion is mixture. And when you're coming out of the dark and coming into the light, there's this moment of mixture where you're like, I didn't even know this existed. I didn't, I wasn't even hungry to know these things a month ago, two years ago, but now I am. And you're continuing to walk with him. So you're coming out of places of not knowing and into a place of, ooh, I see something ahead. I don't fully understand it, but I see it. I'm hungry for it. You're in the mixture, a little bit of dark still behind you, light ahead of you, and you're coming into it. It's like the breaking of dawn. I know the sun is about to rise and I'm coming out of the night, right? And nighttime and daytime are good things. This is not demonic darkness, my friends. This is the mixture of dark and light as you come in and out of things you haven't known, but you're about to. So if you're overwhelmed and there's some confusion, do not quit. Do not be discouraged. Do not fear. This is Holy Spirit leading you in. Stay with him and we will talk soon. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.